Welcome one and all to another episode of Fresh New Hell. Common people discussing uncommon ideas, I think. No, <laughs> sorry. Uh, my name is Frost with my co-host Mary. In this one, we're continuing our, our coverage of UFO, produced by J.J. Abrams and available on Showtime. So, um, Part three. This was, yes, this was episode three of four. So yes. we're almost done. We're 75% done. Uh, for those people keeping track. Yes. Um, anyway, yeah, Mary, you want to jump in? Any um, observations, Any yeah. anything glean, you gleaned from uh, this episode? Well, this was sort of a, a similar situation to the other two episodes where lots of repetitive things that we've Very seen before, so. yes. you know, kind of recapping lots of things we knew. And one of the things that's just troubling me about this episode, it was all centered around the government's role in kind of disinformation and what mm-hmm. part they play in maybe putting out false information and I just ended up very confused by the whole thing I have to say like I'm so troubled by some of the things that they were saying how most of the UFO sightings they were trying to perpetrate were government orchestrated cover-ups to cover up government technology they were testing right exactly exactly and in the kind of start off they started off with a guy named uh, James Carrion who's like a former director of MUFON which is the mutual UFO network which was a civilian, which is a civilian organization for, uh, you know, again for UFO sightings, basically sure, to document everything. And and, and uh, he was approached years ago by, or he, he was approached by Robert Bigelow, right? He yes, was, to do research for. Yeah, it was for his company, and that was yes, Bigelow Aerospace Advanced Space Studies. So it was B A A S S. Yeah, and um, he met with uh, he and some of his other MUFON members met like their board met with Robert Bigelow about forming some type of partnership because Robert Bigelow was independent as well. He's built a billionaire and he's already been mentioned before a big believer in UFOs and um, technology in general. And he's like that guy, kind of like a modern day Howard Hughes, the way the James Carrion described him, which I would, I, I would agree with. Yeah, super accurate. So, and um, you know, they kind of wanted to groom MUFON as kind of being like the kind of a, one of the things that Carrion had said was that he wanted to make MUFON more, um, more scientifically based and not just, you know, crackpot saying, I saw a UFO. Yeah, he, I think, and, had really you know, good intentions he, for he the really wanted to find the truth. I right. mean, again, and, and, and to get there, obviously, you have to filter through a whole bunch of stuff. And so he rewrote their bylaws and their, and the, you know, their response. He gave him some systems. procedures. I think he kind of yeah. corporatized them, is what it seemed like. He gave him a handbook and yeah, some guidelines. Or and, it were redid what they had sure. in like great detail. So, you know, when he met with um, James Bigelow, he and his, his or Robert, Robert Bigelow, Bigelow, sorry, uh, his crew, um, they talked about making them some type of rapper response um, arm of. Bass, right. which is Bigelow's, uh, Bigelow's organization. And one of the interesting things was, you know, Carrion asks him, you know, who, who, you know, obviously we, he knew that he was independently wealthy, so that wasn't a question, but also, is there anyone else backing this organization? Who's our sponsor? Right. And, you know, Bigelow didn't say anything. And he said, you know, is it, you know, a governmental intelligence agency? And he said, no. <laughs> but right. as it turns out, but they you did can have fifty thousand dollars per piece of paper. You well, it would have been very yeah, easy for him to say that yeah. because he's a billionaire. He could yeah. have said, "That's me." You yeah. know, I, I'm the I'm the backer. You know, like I don't need outside forces. But um, but apparently, it was the department. Uh, was it um, Department of Defense? No, yeah, intelligence, intelligence agency yeah. DIA was yeah. actually the backer of it. So, but yeah, that they then then sort of delve into the idea, like we already discussed, the that there's misinformation that the government actually will sort of. Like they, they took, for example, two things. They took the um, 
the example, the Roswell one, which is a big one, the 47 They said crash. that was kind of the kickoff of the disinformation. The, the disinformation. Yeah. And um, they said that the government at the time were working on these high-altitude balloons um, that were spy balloons, basically. They were going to fly them over, you know, Russia. USSR, Russia, yes. whatever you want to call it, to spy. And that one of the, and the testing ground was New Mexico. And that's why one of those burst and hit the earth and, um, you know, some, you know, there was, I forget the guy's name. There was a... There's remnants of stuff. Yeah, there was um, a military guy who found pieces in like uh, sheriffs or somebody. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and of course the government immediately said, at first it said they reported that they found an alien ship. Then it became quickly that, uh, no, it was a weather balloon, right. you know? And what, um, the the reason behind that was obviously they were, they went ahead with the UFO narrative to cover up the real technology that they didn't want the rest of the world to know about, which was the high altitude spy balloons. Yeah, and I so. still stand by the thing that if they have that technology, everybody's going to tell everybody they have that technology. I don't think they can keep it secret anymore. Maybe well, back now, in the day. yeah, well, that type of stuff. I mean, but again, you know, there there were people that you know were connected to that again were part of that yeah. sheriff's force or, or police force at the time and said that. She saw bodies. Yeah, <laughs> so, aliens. So, yeah, yeah so, so it's, it's like, definitely something yeah, different. so as much as I, I don't disregard the idea that the government will probably use certain opportunities and somebody creates a narrative of, of you know, a regular Joe, they might just go, yeah, let's go with that because they want to cover up their whole job is disinformation. Their sure. whole job is to counterintelligence and cover up what, what possibly, you know, so they can save their jobs and, um, you know, not let the world know about what's really going on. The other example they used was the Phoenix Lights, which I actually personally saw. And, you know, they had a guy who... With the weak balloon kind yeah, of situation. Yeah, yeah, he, that was he not talked right. about how he, you know, the technology he was working on, and I don't know if he said it was hand-in-hand with the government per se, but I think it was, yeah. that, uh, you know, the technology I totally recognized, and they showed these kind of like V-shaped balloons, again, an inflatable, yeah. that had lights, and it was very silent. It moved very slow. And again, oh, it just perfectly matches. Now, you can argue that, and you could say, well, because that's what it was. But yeah, but this isn't the Macy's Thanksgiving parade, and it was not a balloon, and it went, across, and again, it went from Utah I just, to Mexico. Yeah, and I just like, don't know why all of a sudden around? you would just go ahead and test it and, and open yourself up to the public. Why wouldn't you fly it over area where there's, like, no people? Yeah. Why would you fly it over, like, at the time it was the sixth largest city in the U.S.? Why, <laughs> right. why would you do that? It just doesn't make any sense. And if it was that technology, we're not really spying on anybody. Why wouldn't you just say that that's what it was? Why wouldn't you come out and say, look, well, they, well yeah, literally that, well, the Well, that is true. And it is funny because, actually, the official response from Luke Air Force Base, and I think it was it so somebody else, it yeah. said that it was um, flares. They were shooting yeah. off flares, which... Again, Fife Symington, the former governor, was like, "That's I've seen flares deployed. Those are not flares. flares what are you talking about? They don't travel across states. Yeah, they don't. They'll they drop fall. out of the sky. They're not going to fly at you know a snail's Horizontal. pace. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it just didn't make any sense. So again, the government, it's you know they they kind of alluded to the idea that the government might spin something to make it work for them to hide their technology. Then they forget what they said, and then they say, "Oh no, this guy like there's a guy named uh, Luis Elizondo who's supposedly the." The, which was mentioned earlier in another uh, podcast, he was the director of ATIP, which was right. the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program that in 2017, the uh, New York Times didn't leak. They had a story and said that the government they added had them a little bit. Yeah, they did for sure. And they said that this was a real thing. And, and the government didn't deny it. They said, oh, yeah, we did have this program. It's no longer in, in, in operation, but we did. And you could And you could argue that because you could say like anything again that's, unidentified 
doesn't have to be alien. Right. It's just that it's just identified, unidentified. Um, that would be that would make sense because you could just say that's what it is. If the Chinese have some new crazy plane or something or rocket, you know, that's what they're actually seeing. But, but that ATIP program is the one that they were getting the twenty two million dollars a year. And yes. that was the one that was sponsoring that uh, Bigelow Aerospace program is where he was actually getting the money from. When he said he wasn't right, getting the money from anybody. Right, which was still under, uh, probably underneath the, Depart- the you know, defense right. initiative um, agency, yeah, or information agency. It's yeah. just crazy that even all this stuff exists and goes on and all this money is out there. Like, $100, yeah. $100 million. Just- yeah, but it is an interesting episode because it does make you think, and you're thinking like, and I think percentage-wise, there probably are points in time that the government was legitimately trying to cover up technology 100%. from not just civilians, but from foreign countries more sure. than anything. But I can't believe, I won't believe that everything. There's no way. Every sighting, thousands of sightings all around the world are all those independent governments saying like, you know, El Salvador. Oh, no, no, that was, a, that was a, our right. secret spy plane. Like, that, no. Like, well, and that's what doesn't make sense. It doesn't sense. make any sense. I mean, they don't have the sightings in other countries. They don't have the, the technology to do that. And if they did, like you said, they'd yeah. probably flaunt it as much as they could. So. You know, you could have a, a powerhouse country like China, maybe, but even then, um, yeah. the other thing they tried to kind of debunk was the, the Tic Tac sightings as well and saying that, you know, it could have just been, you know, government, well, who's better to test the metal of new technology than your own, you know, your own uh, Navy fleet, which absolutely not. Like, why would you risk, like, again, those planes are million dollar million dollar plus planes yeah, you're gonna risk why would you risk those guys to go waste you out of the sky? fuel yeah exactly yeah. and then have them potentially engage or you know god forbid crashing each other or right. just crash for because they're trying to maneuver a certain way or whatever right. just that just doesn't it doesn't there's a certain logic fly. it doesn't make any sense the yeah. ones too that you know I'm, I'm sure there is a percentage of them like you said like i'm guessing that at some point they tested the stealth bomber somewhere Maybe in Nevada, and somebody saw it, and they had to be like, "Oh no, that's the triangle UFO." Could but be. I would say most of them are real because I can't imagine like yeah. tiny countries that don't have military technology. There's sightings in those countries or too. Mexico or what? I mean, yeah, exactly. Not, like, they like, don't Mexico have... doesn't have a huge um, no air they, force. Program, no, I don't even you know? think they. Yeah, do they even? Have I have one? no I mean, idea, yeah. but yeah, I can't so. imagine it's super successful where they have all this insane technology that right. we don't even have, Exa- and they're exactly. testing it against us. Exactly. Like, no. Yeah, yeah. It makes exactly. sense. We're just gonna go ahead and buzz and see what happens right yeah let's just play buzz which the navy play, pilot and hope play. he doesn't engage yeah let's just play, play some <laughs> games and you know that just it just doesn't I'll just hold hit the brakes water. Cruise, they'll fly right you know? by <laughs> yeah yeah exactly exactly but what's funny is there's a, a reporter that was mentioned in the last uh, episode george knapp who was like kind of become like the ufo reporter yeah he was he's a guy that guy broke out a lot of information a long time ago about ufos and he was based in nevada and mm-hmm. all that stuff but um he also said you know the irony is is there have been ufo sightings for centuries oh you know yeah they show they show like you know you know again and who knows but he said so that was way before the american government yeah Yeah. cia (laughs) or any of these disinformation agencies and they also interviewed uh a couple other guys one guy in particular and i forget his name who worked for um i know dia remember the the guy you kind of creeped out by oh that by oh yeah yeah he he was i cannot remember his name either yeah there was a there was a a guy who um what was it like it new mexico one of the uh, air bases in new mexico he worked um, there for like 10 years and it was his job to do the disinformation and i guess they were developing some type of laser that would if there were um russian satellites overhead the laser would hit the uh, satellite and blind it so it couldn't take any pictures of what was on the ground and apparently there was a um, 
a member of the staff who'd seen something. It was a Kenneth. Oh, I forget his name now. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Um, but uh, had said he'd seen it and said, "Oh, it's his aliens. It's aliens." And this guy who was an officer for um, you know counterintelligence kind of befriended him somehow. And I don't know if they were aware of each other beforehand or not. I don't think they went into that. But basically said, "Yeah, Kenny, it's." It's aliens, yeah, <laughs> and, he, just, like, and he basically kind of yeah. let him, you know, just you know, you know, swallow his own narrative. Yeah. So, and I, I don't deny that. I mean, I don't deny that. But although at the same time, he said at one point, I want to say in his interview, that he had photographed things that weren't government related, and he had got, had actually photographed something that he believed was actually alien. Yeah, which was funny. So he kind of like didn't recant what he did, but he kind of said that. That led me to believe that, again, there's probably a percentage that, sure, sure there's government narrative and, and counterintelligence and misinformation saying, oh, no, no, yeah, that, that, yeah, that's aliens, it's aliens. Yeah. But there has to be also a side of it where, again, if you're going to create an agency, and even though ATIP said it's you know unidentified or some type of aerial threat identification, doesn't necessarily say you know alien race, but you know there's something there. But um, I think they couldn't rule they, it out either. Yeah, no, it's just interesting, too, that they automatically think it's a threat. Like aerospace threat. Well, anything that has better technology than you do has to be a threat, right? I mean, Maybe. for the most part, you know. I mean, and again, say hi. Could be. I mean, I hope. I hope it's ET. I right. hope it's ET, and he's totally mellow and cool. But, but uh, you know, because it would be too. It, you you think even in like alien races, there'd have to be, there'd have to be a couple either things that would perspectives that would fly either they're like big brother and kind of like big brother in a caring way like yeah. we want to make sure that the, the, little that the ants yeah. on the ground aren't yeah. blowing themselves up with nuclear sure. weapons so if that's true there's no way that i mean it would be it would be like a lion taking on an ant yeah I mean, if, no you know again if they have that type of advanced technology this type sure. of these types of craft that can zip around and destroy us and they have advanced uh, you know assuming weaponry on top of that I mean, it wouldn't even be a fair fight. There wouldn't be... I don't see the point of it, really. Yeah, that's what I mean. So I don't think there... I mean, it could be. I mean, again, we could be very wrong. There could be a yeah. vanguard on the way right now, and they're just going to wipe us out. But and at that point in the game, it, the irony would be like the government would probably say, oh, yeah, that, wait, 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 wait. There, were, there are aliens. And now they're here. There are aliens. They're <laughs> yeah. in our atmosphere, and, you know, you can... They've you been know, here a minute. Ki- kiss we your family goodbye, go. because yeah. this is it. Like, I mean, that would be... Obviously, not something I'm hoping for, but that would no. be irony if that right. were the case. Like, no, no, we're going to recant everything. You know, I bet they still wouldn't tell us, even to the bitter end, they'd hang on to that lie. Maybe. I mean, but it is it is interesting that, again, there are a lot of videos. There's a lot of foot photography they show in the show. It's really There's great. A There's footage. a lot of stuff that's kind of reenactment stuff. And, and it's so good that you kind of get a little confused as to what there's no yeah. like there's no footnotes they don't yeah. tell you this is from 19 i mean kind of a little bit yeah. but you, they could still be phony or or not phony but re- some of them were of very stuff. challenging to some are super what they are. super convincing yeah so um but um yeah i mean again i just uh you know separating fact from fiction and i think that's what this one really was kind of about it was it was like you said it was confusing and uh, yeah. i think the takeaway was they kind of tried to I mean, this is a show that's pro UFO, so yeah, I think they want you to, but they just want you to know that there that that's is a possibility that there are possibilities out there. Yeah, that yeah. there's misinformation and counterintelligence going on yeah. to this day. Oh, for sure, you know, telling you that uh, oh, you're not, you know, don't look at the man behind the curtain. You know, yeah. And then the other thing that we had talked about off mic before is the possibility that they really just don't know what this stuff is either. That they're just not saying anything because they well, also there, don't know. There is that too. I think that's a big part of it too. Yeah. And again, anything that you know, again, you don't understand or don't know. I mean, of course, you're going to be fearful of it. So. Sure, you're going to lie about it or mock it or turn it into something different. Yeah, you're so going to make everybody make or, a crackpot. Yeah. Everyone's a crackpot. You know. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't help that there are some people out there 
who some people are crackpots. Well, yeah, I mean, they're they're not really educated. They see something. And again, not that I'm some genius, but you know what I mean? But there are definitely, I'm sure they prey on those people and say, well, you know, Cletus down the streets, right? UFO, and you know that he's like, you know, drinking, you know, whatever paint thinner on the weekend. (laughs) So, so no, he's not a believable source, but then there are people again, you know, Navy pilots and things like that, that it's like like our own governor. You'd have to ask yourself, like, why would they lie? Like what, what's in it for them other than to look like an idiot. Especially with the stigma of it all. Like, you know, we talked about the people that get ostracized for their sightings. Like, I don't think Navy personnel are going to come out and be like, yeah, I totally saw it. Yeah, I mean, I think think they'd be really scared. Obviously, they wouldn't want to lose their jobs, which would be enough to do it. But the ones that do step forward, I don't think that knowing that that's a possibility that they're going to lose their jobs and their credibility. Yeah. There's no upside for them to do it other than to seek the truth. Right. They also, the last thing they talked about was uh, To the Stars Academy. It's run by um, Tom DeLong. He's a former guitarist for Blink-182, the Mm -hmm. band, the pop punk band, and assembled all these great experts and military pe- personnel. He had a lot of duplicates for those people too. He had Robert Bigelow. He had the yeah. scientists. Well, and that's kind of what they, what they pointed out was that they said like the James Carrion of MUFON or formerly MUFON had said that, you know, Tom DeLong, you know, much respect, but he's kind of an idiot, you know, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. And he said, and I don't, I don't mean that in a mean way. He means it just in, in a, somebody that can be manipulated and he's got all these great power players like behind him idiot. that yeah, were, pr- like that were puppet. previously linked to other agencies that, Again, they have the credentials. They're astronomers. They're you know astrophysicists. They're all this stuff. But they're very but, cringe. But yeah, but they they also might have a finger on the government side too. Sure. So they could easily be there. Like you know, if they find something real, they'll spin and say like, "Oh no, Tom, this is total BS." Right, and then or they take it. yeah, or they see something that's kind of like cool or ridiculous, and they might say, "Yeah, but it turns out to be a crackpot because they've already figured this out." Right. So you know, it ends up he ends up looking dumb in the end, or the organizations would. Although that would be kind of weird because by by extension they would look dumb too. But but again, kind of mentioned the yeah, fact it was that he's interesting kind of a, that they were kind of all the same players. Yeah, well, it's always like again because there's certainly and they even address that that there are certainly people that are willing to sort of go out on the whim. They have the credentials to back it up. So, sure. you know, they're legit. And it would legitimize the organization on top of everything else. So, but, you know, at the same time, are they puppets? Are they being, you know, right. you don't on the know. strings with That's the government? That's what was yeah. so puzzling about this one. I really did feel very confused about it. Like, I wasn't mm-hmm. quite sure in what, the end. I was what like, the takeaway yeah, of the angle yeah. was. Yeah, I think it was just, yeah, that the government, again, um, yeah, is in, is engaging counterintelligence all the time. Yeah. But I think that they can't I think some of it I think a percentage of it is is counterintelligence and I think a big percentage a bigger percentage is, is legit. Yeah, I was going to say which way do you think that goes? Do you think it's more like 60/40 real or 60/40 fake? I mean again, it, it kind of it for 90/10. Well, it's tough because I'd also have to see and I haven't done the research on this like there are sightings from around the world. For sure they So, you know what I mean? So yeah, so there so Based on that, I would have to think there are hundreds, maybe even thousands of sightings, you know, again, um, around the world. Mm-hmm. The government, the U.S. government only can, you know, again, affect a certain so percentage much, right? of those. So, but out of the ones in the U.S., which I know is the question, I don't know. I mean, I, I, would, I would say it's, an, I would say, I would lean to the idea that it probably is actually legit. It's actual... I won't say aliens per se, but UFO sure. or UAP, whatever you Not want to say. Not our technology. Not our technology. Somebody yeah. else's technology, um, which would only really went to outer space. But, sure. um, but I would probably put it at probably like, you know, 60, 40, 70, 30, maybe, yeah. I think. I mean, 
it's hard to say. I mean, I, I can't like imagine it, it leans. Higher. I can't imagine it leans towards the government side because I just don't. Oh, I mean, I how can't, much technology could they be really testing? Well, not only that, but they wouldn't waste their time with a crackpot if somebody saw, you know, again, right. just so oh, I saw Lon Saucer in wherever the hell, like Victorville, well, California. Exactly. Like, yeah. They're not going to go ahead and. I mean, they could send out Men in Black. They could send out, you know, DIY That's FBI, lot, CIA yeah. people. But why waste the resources? They're going to go. He's going to talk to his local paper. The local paper is going to report something, and it'll be. It'll be buried yeah. you know in some side column in like you know whatever local government local yeah. you know interest or whatever so no one cares right so with that in mind there's nothing for them to spin there's no money they have to like again even sending somebody out there would would cost money i mean i just don't think they do it well and to be fair i think a lot of these things are seen by normal people. Like, I don't think they're all seen by the woo-woos out in the hills, you know, drinking beer every night. Like, I think most of them are fairly normal, like, run-of-the-mill people. And you'd have to think with that, if that's true, that a large percentage of those people probably would be, like, unreported. They saw it. They told their friends. Oh, a bunch of they people are unreported. They didn't call yeah. the police or the government because, because again, because of the built-in stigma sure. that's that started in sure 1947. Like nobody knows about that in the day-to-day. Like no, not not, like, not regular people. Let's call nine one one. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you're going to call your government. Yeah. Or you're going to call. You're going to call your police department. Yeah. And say, I saw something creepy in the air. Um, so that's another question. Another question is: is you know how many of those people um, don't say anything? Don't report yeah. it formerly because and not only more importantly because they're worried about their own credibility because again they might be a businessman they might be a doctor they might be somebody else i mean i don't know there might be some people that again like a robert bigelow who's like i don't care what you think of me i saw because, everything yeah well because you know you, you can you can try to tear me down as much as you want i can bury you if i wanted to without with a, you know but with that said let's just think about that one like if there is such a stigma to telling your story and most people probably wouldn't tell i would say probably half the people wouldn't tell Think how many more sightings there really are, right? Because so many more people are just not saying anything. It could be that's what I mean. So yeah, so it's probably if you if you factor those people into that percentage would probably would probably shift dramatically. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how dramatically. I mean, I wouldn't say like ninety ten, but I don't know. But, I just feel more like that the the service wouldn't have that many projects in action that they would be testing that there would be all these sightings. Like I can't imagine the military has like. A thousand different ships that they're testing out in the world. You know? That's true. Yeah, yeah. That that type of that type of technology that is going to buried. be climbing through the, the sky. Yeah. Um, I mean, who knows how many government projects are actually active, but how many have actually come to fruition where they're actually testing? Right. And then, more importantly, I think a lot of those, if there are ones, they're being done in the deep desert where nobody's seeing yeah. anything. Because like, why would you even risk? Why would you fly it over Phoenix? Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, why? And again, if that's true, if if there was, if that was like an op of some sort, I don't know what they're trying to achieve. But see how many other, people know you. People, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's the thing. But then you'd have to take into consideration, you know, the time, the day, the year. Like, why then? Like, they're, you know, because you have to think in one way or another. The government is usually very calculating. There has to be some significance to those things. Now, maybe not, but unless but, they were testing to see how much they could control the narrative and if they could make it go away, maybe they were trying to test, like the media response or the civilian could be. response. I mean, like, who knows? It, it, it could be, but it just unlikely. seems like it just seems like such a weird exercise to go ahead and do to get something. No data, yeah. Yeah, to to say that you know uh, thousands or hundreds of eyeballs are going to be on this thing, they're all going to report the same thing, 
And then they're all going to go on about their life the next day. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, and then think, well, we're doing some type of counterintelligence experiment to figure out like what percentage, uh, you know, really thought it was alien or what percentage, you know, really knew what it was. Right, and then it's so complicated. Yeah. I mean, and then you'd have to ask yourself, like, why didn't they just, you know, I think it would have been really evident if it was during the day. Yeah. You know, like, and even then people would probably freak out, even if they saw a large, you know, again, inflatable, I'd, I'd still call or maybe, you know, maybe not, but I call my friends yeah. and say, what the hell is that thing? Cause it's huge. I mean, the example they showed, they show like a hanger and they show it like a prototype. Enough. I don't know. Well, it looked pretty big to me, to be the honest. The one in the hanger, I don't think would have been big enough if you put it in the sky to fly over Phoenix to make the V shape. Oh, maybe not. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I guess it could, like could be, it, it air, could be, although it was, although small. it wasn't. If I remember when I remember, it wasn't that high off the ground. I mean, it wasn't like a hundred feet off the ground. It was it was thousands of feet off the ground, but yeah. it was pretty low in the sky. But what was interesting was the inflatable they showed. Not that this would be a big deal because at night your vision's probably going to be you know dramatically mm-hmm. at a disadvantage. But the prototype they showed was like a was like almost like a sky blue, which yeah. I think you'd you still see. I mean, even if you took like a spotlight or a you know, even a flashlight, you know, maybe not I would say just hit like it. the reflection from the city lights. Like you yeah, would definitely some, see some horror, you would, you would of it. see some color. And this thing, what I saw was completely black. I mean, so I, I mean, uh, who knows? I mean, that's just wild. Yeah. yeah I yeah. felt like it was kind of a weak push off to be like, it was this triangle balloon. Like it seemed. Yeah. That seemed, well, it just seemed like, cause you can argue, you can argue that you're going to go ahead and create a narrative that perfectly fits yeah. the unexplainable. Yeah. Or, you know, it's the chicken it and the egg, or the it was Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yeah, yeah. It just, it just, it, it like you said, it doesn't fly for no. me. I mean, it seemed too convenient. Yeah. Even though it could be argued if it was some type of government technology they were testing, but it just doesn't make sense to me that they'd fly again. Why would they fly it over Phoenix? On no. like a, I forget what day of the week. It was like in the middle of the week. Sometimes yeah, it was super was just, random. It was yeah. like March or something. Like yeah, like it was some just random. Yeah. Day. yeah, like April or something, like a Tuesday or something. Yeah. Or it was this is weird. So, yeah. but um. Any other closing thoughts on episode three? Simply UFO on Showtime. No, I think we pretty much covered it. I, I'm going to say that it's going to, I'm going to go 80-20 real. 80-20? Okay. Yeah. yeah that, it's probably closer to the truth. Yeah. But like I said, I was being a little Earth conservative. Yeah. If you, if you look at it from a global standpoint, you're probably right. Yeah. Because America, I go 50-50 probably, but. I'm going to say yeah, the whole earth yeah, just because be I just don't like some of these, you know, for lack of better words, these poorer countries. I mean, there's no way. There's no. no now you could argue like, oh, U.S. is testing their UFOs, their flying saucer technology over Mexico City, and but why? Why would yeah, you go why, that far away? Why? Yeah. Why would you? Why would you risk? Can't you just that type of Detroit? population <laughs> seeing something <laughs> yeah. and then having them like. Again, report it to their local or what if news. They shot it out and of the then, sky. everybody has some kind of technology. Whatever, to shoot or something. yeah, or what if they yeah crashed or you know yeah. again, it just it just seems too way too risky for them to do yeah. that. So I mean, if 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 I were them, I would just test all my technology in the hollow earth. And yes, exactly where we nobody's going to see anything. <laughs> other than if you come out in Antarctica, you might yeah. see something, and you're not supposed to be flying over that Antarctica anyway. Right, so. but there's that outlet I found over in the desert by Palm Desert, that tube thing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I'm yeah, not yeah. sure what that is. I feel I like know. it's a ventilation system. But we'll <laughs> I mean, it'd be great if it was. You just say, you know, you know, exhaust, hollow earth exhaust. Right. If, can you imagine yeah. if Google Map, you zoomed in and it said that? 
I mean, I would. I mean, awesome. then, well, if that were true, then I'd have to think that there maybe was some government cover, counterintelligence going on because that they would just know. absolutely spell it out flat outright. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, it would be great though. We can go out there, yeah. spray paint a stencil and put that on there. Yeah, then Google Earth will see it, and then we can oh use gosh, that as proof hilarious. that the whole yeah. Earth exists. There you go. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. Exactly. So, well, um, with that, we will leave you. This concludes another episode of Fresh New Hell, common people discussing uncommon ideas. As always, please subscribe and join our community where we drop new content every Monday morning. Be sure to rate us on your favorite podcast platforms and connect with us at freshnewhell.com where you can leave us a voicemail. As always, we would love to hear from you. Um, Thank you for listening, and we will see you in the next one. Stay gold.